All right, so listen up. I'm about to give you a stupid amount of value. Like, I should just charge you for this, but I'm going to give it to you free. And I'm going to encourage you if you have an email list of at least 50,000 subscribers to check the link in the description to plan your email campaign with me to book an intro call. So let's talk about how to generate fast cash flow from your email marketing list with a five-day email campaign strategy. And got a lot of notes here, so let's just let's just go ahead and dive in, right? So email marketing campaigns, they're a way to generate fast and easy cash relative to pretty much everything else. Once you have that email list full of subscribers, it can be a cash cow for as long as you maintain those relationships. Some research fairly recently found that uh, email is the most profitable online marketing channel. Every dollar spent on email on average generates $44, and the ROI on that is just insane. But it's important to note that just sending out emails will not automatically just sending out an email does not automatically make you rich. Um, one important distinction that I learned very early on in marketing and copywriting is you can send one-shot emails all day long. Hey, go check out this product. Hey, go check out this product. Hey, go check out this product. You can be running evergreen offers, meaning offers that people can just buy every single day. And those, you know, you can build a business on that. And at the same time, Running campaigns, structured campaigns, around specific limited time offers consistently generates more revenue faster from the same email list. And so instead of, okay, I'm going to send five separate emails, it's I'm going to send five emails built into a campaign, right? A campaign plan. And strategically, I'm going to use those emails to introduce an offer, to justify an offer, to get people to take action on that offer. And so much of what makes email extremely profitable, so like that turning $1 into $44, that's on average for all email marketers. In many cases, it can be more like $1 into $100 um, in terms of the, the, the spend and the ROI. And it's all about this, this well executed plan. So what do you need for an email campaign? And like I said, you know, I should charge for this because I'm, I'm going to go pretty deep here. You need the core selling message for your product, for your offer. So this is, this is completely independent from the campaign itself. You need a reason why to buy your product. Now I'm going to use a framework that I reference often in my content, which is my Paisa framework. And that's a small expansion on um, other like problem agitate solve type frameworks because it goes deeper and it does some really important things. So the Paisa framework is problem. We're going to communicate about a problem. And as I've said in the past, a problem is not necessarily um, thought of as a problem. It can be an unfulfilled desire. So either someone has a, a problem that they could identify as a problem or a set of symptoms that, that could be identified as a problem that they want to have solved, or they have a 
desire that is not fulfilled yet. Either way, they're moving from this place of, of negative to positive, right? And we use the word problem to, uh, to point to that. So there's a problem that your offer solves. There is agitation, emotional agitation around the problem going unsolved. There are other solutions in the marketplace that you have to provide invalidation regarding why they have not been able to solve the problem up until this point, right? So you're invalidating the other solutions. There is the ideal solution criteria. That is, what does a solution have to do in order to be superior to the other invalid solutions that they may have tried, right? And that should match the feature set of your product or service, right? That should, that should match your offer. And then ask for action. Get someone to take action uh, based on the offer that you are making. And so really good copy that converts a cold audience will say, hey, I understand you know, you're struggling with this problem. And I understand all the agitation around having this problem unsolved, around not knowing what the solution is to this problem. And in fact, I've done some research into why this problem so often goes unsolved. And here's what I found uh, in terms of where other solutions come up short right? The invalidation. And then here is what an ideal solution needs to do. And I built an offer that helps people like you and me do that. And if you want it, here's how you get it, right? And here's the reason to get it now, right? So your core selling message, if you don't have that, if you don't have that like clearly laid out in front of you, then you probably need to do that before you start to structure your email campaign. You also need a theme of the campaign. And so if the core selling message was the reason why to buy your product, the theme is the reason why now is a time for a promotion. A reason why now is the time where you are giving them an advantageous reason to take action. So, you know, the, the really easy, obvious way to do this is make it seasonal. Right. Um, and, and that can be like, hey, uh, Halloween is coming up. Oh, it's a Black Friday sale. Oh, it's, you know, Christmas. Oh, it's New Year's. Oh, it's, you know, Valentine's Day, just going through the calendar. Right. And anything seasonal, like because that is often in the conversation that is currently happening in the marketplace, it can be something that you can latch on to. But it's even better. It's even better if it is tied to the core selling message of your product, if it is market specific, right? So instead of, I was actually talking to somebody yesterday about this, which kind of inspired this episode. Instead of making it about, um, you know, Halloween for your October promotion, make it about, if it's an investment thing, make it about what's happening in the stock market in October, right? So make it market specific. What happens, what is expected to happen in this coming month inside your market. And when you do that, then suddenly you have something that is uh, more engaging to your audience because it is more personalized to them, right? So either way, you need a theme of the campaign that is your reason why now is a time that you're going to layer on top of your core selling message. And then importantly, you need to build a connected narrative structure. And I'm gonna hand that to you on a freaking silver platter right now. But each, each message in your campaign should build on the last. They should all be connected. 
If somebody, in order to go through the buying decision-making process, needs to recognize that, okay, this person's talking about my problem, they understand the agitation around having this problem uh, unsolved, they understand that there are other solutions out there, but they are invalid, and this person seems to have a unique understanding of why those other solutions haven't worked, they are able to establish a believable, credible a set of buying criteria for an ideal solution based on um, based on the fact that other solutions have been invalid, right? Uh, they're able to provide this superior solution and they have a way for me to take action on that, right? Like that is the buying decision making process that somebody is going to go through on a subconscious level, right? And if you consciously guide them through that, over the course of a series of messages, starting with one where people are basically at the, hey, I'm ready to take action stage, right? Um, where, where you give people a way to take action early, but if they need you to walk them through that entire process in more of a hand-holding way, that you do that over the course of your campaign. So we're gonna create a connected narrative structure where each message builds on the last, and emphasizes, so early on you're emphasizing like problem agitation, right? And then later you're gonna really get into, hey, it's time to take action, right? And and that's a really good email campaign is going to do that. It's going to do that all within the theme of the campaign. Now you also need a functional purchase process. So you need a checkout, you need a funnel, you need whatever your standard purchase process is. If you're gonna tell someone, oh, go buy this thing, yeah, yeah, it needs to work, right? And it's even better if you have a, a pretty solid offer page or sales page in place. Uh, yeah, I mean, in some cases, you can run an entire campaign around having just a checkout thing online because you do such a good job of selling in the emails. In other cases, you're gonna be driving people towards a specific um, sales page that's gonna do a lot of the heavy lifting of the sales for you. And then you need a schedule for your promotion. You need to be able to put them on the calendar. Okay, what's the date that we are starting to sell? What's the date that we are shutting down orders, right? Uh, because this is a special offer, because it is time limited, right? As opposed to an evergreen campaign, uh, there should be a date after which they can't get the offer. Now, I will say that this does not just have to be a discount, right? This can be uh, tied to a, an upcoming event, Right? I love event-based marketing because there doesn't have to be any discounts. There can be like a live teaching event after the campaign closes, or there can be the release of new information, a new report. There can be an exclusive bonus tied to this campaign that won't be part of next month's campaign. Right? There can be lots of different ways that you can run a promotion that is tied to um, something on a calendar that the um, it, it gives people a reason to take action without just discounting. You can also run a discount, right? And what I would say is you probably don't want to discount your core product every month, but you may want to peel off some segment of your core product and discount it, or you know just figure out some unique way to um, to 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 create a limited time offer that's going to drive response now. Okay, so that's a lot of things that we kind of need ahead of time. Uh, I hope you're ready because we are going to dive into 
the actual structure of the campaign. And so that often starts prior to prior to uh, the campaign itself launching. It often starts with what's called a pre-launch. Um, and by the way, if you want some help planning your email campaign, I'm going to insert a little commercial here, um, and you have a list of at least 50,000 subscribers, I would encourage you to book an intro call with me. Check the link in the description. Okay, so before you start your campaign, before you start your campaign, you want to release some kind of content, right? This is uh, it's 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 content driven. It's education based marketing, driving people towards an understanding of why the solution that you offer is a superior solution. Right. So we're going to be each email is it's not just going to be, hey, you know, the sale starts today. The sale closes today. If I mean, this is this is beyond that. This is for more complex sales than that. That typically only works if the value in the offer is just extremely apparent. I often use something like like toilet paper. Like you don't need to have a bunch of emails explaining a toilet paper sale. You just say, hey, this toilet paper is on sale, right? Versus uh, where providing more education is going to create a, a superior result for you as the marketer because the offer is a little bit more complex and it helps to get them engaged in understanding the benefits of the offer, understanding that problem, agitate, invalidate, solve and action, uh, ask for action, uh, set of criteria that their brain is going to go through as they're making the decision regarding your, your offer. So um, in the pre-release, in the pre-launch content, we're going to establish the theme of the promotion, remembering that the theme is the reason why somebody is going to take action now. So if it's market related, we're going to talk about what's going on in our market that makes people uh, need something, right? Like that's going to point towards that problem or that unfulfilled desire right now inside the marketplace. And we're going to emphasize the problem and agitation in these early messages because we're not really trying to get them to take action yet. So we don't have to go into the solution or anything like that. We are just trying to bring that problem and agitation top of mind so that they are going to be primed for messages around that and that they're going to be interested in taking action. And so we ask ourselves, like, you know, what do they want and why don't they have it yet? Right? That's what the problem and the agitation is. Um, what does this person want and why don't they have it yet? Um, and any kind of relevant messaging that you have around, okay, this is what's going on right now and it relates to what you want and it relates to why you, you don't have it yet. Um, any kind of relevant messaging to your market, and I hope you're using this as inspiration uh, and, and a creativity stimulation, any kind of messaging around that is going to predispose someone towards, hey, I'm going to pay attention to what this person is, is sending. And so you want to tease that something is coming. Okay, pay attention to your inbox because you're going to get an email from me tomorrow because I'm going to show you um, a, a, a new superior uh, time limited way to solve this problem, right? So if you're thinking about the problem in that agitation today, you're going to be wanting a solution. And so as, as the email marketer, you say, hey, if you're thinking about this problem in this agitation today, pay attention tomorrow or, you know, whatever your date is, whatever your, your calendar structure is, pay attention because 
um, I'm going to introduce a solution to you on X date. Okay, then we're gonna get to a day five. Now, by the way, five is not a magical number here. Uh, I've run three-day campaigns. I've run two-day campaigns. Uh, I've run very short-term campaigns. I've run longer, but you typically will not benefit from really dragging this out. You're going to get a, a spike of initial sales on day one. You're going to get a spike of uh, fence sitters on day five. All the days in between are uh, just kind of dragging out the rest of it. So typically the way that the sales flow in is on day one, you're going to get a bunch of people. And on day five, you're going to get a bunch of people. And in between, what you're doing is you're just find the response on day five for a lot of folks. And, you know, it's great if there's a trickle of sales. Sometimes you have a message hit and you have a spike in the middle. Um, but generally, we're talking day one and day five and the days in between or, or open day and close day. And the days in between are really there to support the sales that are going to come in later in the campaign. So let's talk about day one. Day one. So reminder, leading up to the launch of this, we introduce the theme, right? So we are going to connect the theme to the core selling message, right? What's going on right now is connected to our solution. And the way that we're gonna do that is we're gonna remind them of the problem and agitation that we've been talking about. And we are going to introduce the superior solution and do a soft ask, okay? So day one really is about, um, it's about identifying those people who are basically like, mostly aware. Reminder, this is on your email list. So these people, they do know you fairly well, right? And um, they may know your offer and they may just be waiting for a deal. And that does not mean that you can't convert more people because of that. But day one is really about skimming the cream, right? And so we connect the theme to the core selling message. We remind them of the problem and agitation that we introduced in the pre-launch. We are introducing our superior solution as, okay, um, you know, if, if you're experiencing this problem and this agitation, we have the solution to that and we're running a deal right now. And if you're interested, here's where you can go grab the deal. And this, I say a soft ask because you don't want to sell hard in the, in, in, in introducing your deal. You don't need to sell hard until we're close to day four, day five, right? On a five-day campaign, you don't push to close until you're near the deadline. Um, and, and really, this is, this is what you're doing on day one. And what tends to happen is those people who are the most ready for a deal are, will just hop all over it, right? These are your, these are your super buyers. And um, yeah, I don't have much more to say about day one, but what you're, what you're essentially doing here is say, saying, hey, here, I told you about the reason that October is so important. Here's what we're doing for October to help you out relative to that reason, right? And it's tied to what you want, that, that problem, that unsolved problem, that unfulfilled desire. And um, this is the solution that you want. Here's where you go get it. It's a deal for a limited time. Then on day two, we're gonna get a little bit more complicated. Again, what we're doing is we're helping walk people through that buying process, problem, agitate, invalidate, 
solution action, right? Um, and so we are invalidating other options. We are identifying why other solutions don't work. Uh, this is this is a great theme for this is why what you're doing right now or why whatever popular solution doesn't work and ours does, right? So we're establishing the ideal solution criteria. Remember, problem agitation, invalidation, solution. Part of the solution is not just saying I have the solution. It's saying here is what a superior solution looks like. Here's what an ideal solution looks like. And then proof that this will work. Um, and then we have the ideal solution for you. And um, and again, day two, it's still too early in the campaign to try and push hard. So we do a soft ask connected to the theme. We remind them like this is the reason why they want to take action now. Right. But we are comparing our solution to other options that have not worked, because in most markets, people have bought things that didn't work. They've believed promises that went unfulfilled. And they're looking for something that acknowledges that, that knows that, and is able to provide a superior solution to those other, um, those, those other solutions that did not work. Day three of your campaign, uh, we are emphasizing the offer as the ideal solution, right? And by the way, for some of this, like, I'm not saying ignore talking about problem and agitation. I'm not saying ignore acknowledging that there are other invalid solutions um, on day three, right? Uh, the emphasis here, the emphasis here is your offer that you're making to them today as the ideal solution. So almost unavoidably, if you're talking about a solution, there's a ref reference to the problem in it. It's just that you don't want to be stuck on the problem agitation, problem agitation, problem agitation all the way through the campaign, right? So you emphasize this offer as the ideal solution. You pile on the support and proof for their solution or for your solution, right? So, um, Previously, we established the problem, the agitation, the invalidation of other uh, solutions or other products and services in the marketplace. Note here, this is all positioning, right? We're positioning ours as superior to the other options. So we emphasize our offer as the ideal solution. We pile on all the support and proof that we have. This is a great place to just pile on testimonials, all of that. Yes, you can use them at other places, but this is a great place to, to really emphasize them, right? And then we are getting closer to the end of the campaign. So you want to justify urgent action. You want to justify urgent action. And again, if you have a good theme that, that positions this in time, you, this is a way, a place that you can connect it back to that theme, right? That theme is your urgent action. And then you make a harder ask. Like, hey, you're running out of time. You've only got a couple more days. Uh, to take advantage of this offer. And so it's time to take action, right? So that was day three. Day four is the second to last day that you are taking orders on this. And so day four is when we really do start to get into the urgency. Um, it starts to become more about the deadline and less about the solution because we've already 
established the solution as ideal. We've already positioned it as superior to other options in the marketplace. We've already established that this is the solution to their problem, right? And so the emphasis is on the solution. Um, any additional proof, additional backing, additional credibility, all of that, or maybe an additional perspective on the solution, additional benefits that it provides, uh, additional features. There could be, depending on the number of emails that you do per day, by the way, this is not talking about the number of emails you do per day, it's talking about the things you wanna accomplish on each day. In some cases, you're gonna wanna do one per day. In some cases, you may be running multiple emails today, um, you know, per day. Uh, and, and by the way, as you get closer to the deadline, that's when more emails per day tend to uh, work really well. Uh, if you have a preference for, for sending more than one email per day. So on day four, we're going to emphasize the solution. Yeah, we have the solution to your problem, right? We have the way that you fulfill your desire. We're going to ask them for action. We are going to establish urgency, right? Uh, we're going to be very specific. This is this is a place where you can start to use lang like specific language around the deadline. Usually you don't need to use that much specific language around the deadline in the first couple days. But here you might even say ends tomorrow in the subject line. I wouldn't have put any kind of urgency in the subject line up until the second to last day. Um, and so I might say ends tomorrow and then talk about the solution, right? Um, but in this message, we are going to establish that urgency. We're going to tell them it ends tomorrow. We're going to remind them of the theme because that's the bigger reason why they need to take action now, right? And then we're going to make a harder ask. Like, hey, you know, after tomorrow, you're not going to be able to grab this. You're not going to get this bonus. You're not going to get, you're not going to be able to participate live. You're not going to be able to, um, you're not going to get this discount, right? Like whatever, whatever the offer is that you are taking away from them, you're creating that, that FOMO, that fear of missing out on the offer based on um, based on it going away tomorrow. And then day five is the day that we are going to shut down the sale. So at this point, you want to reinforce the urgency of the, um, the entire promotion, right? Um, but you're also re reinforcing the urgency connected to the theme, right? So it's not just the urgency of the deadline, it's the urgency that we established by having a good theme for our campaign that was market specific. Like if right now is the best time to do the thing, if right now is the best time to solve the problem, if right now is the best time to fulfill the desire, right? We reinforce that urgency connected to that theme and we're going to be able to talk about that urgency in the context of our deadline, which is today, right? And then we ask them for action. Um, notice there's a couple ask for action here, right? And by the way, like you could basically take what I've just presented to you and have it be an outline for what each segment of your email needs to do. It's the deep structure of the email. So in in the email on day five, we say, we reinforce the urgency, we connected it to the theme, we ask them to take action. We remind them of the problem and the ideal solution, which is like a very high level, um, bird's eye view executive summary of the core selling message, right? And then we ask them for action. And then we close. And you could do this a couple times through the day um, with 
increasing urgency as you get closer and closer to the deadline. Oh, there's only four hours left, yada, yada, right? All that stuff. Those emails sometimes feel uh, a little gratuitous, but they work, which is why we put them out. And, um, and, and so this is what you need to do on day five of your email campaign. And I guess I didn't put do this on day six of your email campaign, uh, which would be the day after. Uh, but of course, uh, you will have wanted to have fulfilled on your offer, but also you can uh, analyze your results. You can count your cash, right? On, on day six, count your cash. Um, and, and if you've done this right, it, you will have gotten a lot of orders coming in on day five. And by the way, there's lots of additional things that you can do. Um, you know, things like countdown timers and things. There's all sorts of cool things that you can do to increase the, the, the power of your email campaign. And like if you were to work with me to plan your email campaign, some of those things might be included. Uh, again, there's a link in the description to book your intro call with me. But ultimately, what moves markets is the right messaging. And what I've tried to do is give you the deep structure of the messaging here that is going to engage your audience, your email marketing list, and is going to move them to uh, to taking action. So my call to action for you at the end of this episode, don't forget to like and subscribe if you like this uh, so you can get more content like this delivered to you. There's a subscribe link in the description as well if you'd like to sign up for my email list. Ask yourself how you can use this. I've made it as freaking actionable as possible. Like I said, I probably should have sold this to you instead of just giving it to you, but here we are. There is that link in the description to plan your email campaign with me uh, to book an intro call. And um, that's at my CMO and Copy Chief site. I do have a fast cash flow email campaigns course where the structure may not be an identical five day structure, but the uh, principles and strategy are the same and it goes even deeper and it includes some examples of different promotions that I've run. And that link is in the description as well. It's part of the BTMS Insiders training library, which is a streaming library of copywriting and marketing courses. Pay one low fee, you get access to the entire library. Uh, you can check out those links in the description as well. I'm Roy Fur. This is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. And hey, it, you know, if you have if you have that list of fifty thousand or more, or uh, you know, if you generate a million dollars, but your list is smaller than that per year uh, from your from your email marketing, you know, maybe it's worth talking to me uh, on that as well. So again, I'm Roy Fur. This is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. I hope you got a ton of value here. Leave me a comment. Let me know, and I'll catch you again in the next episode. See you soon. Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.